Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. So we are back with our Sister Wives uh, Rewind. Today we are talking about season four, episodes nine and ten. So episode nine is Mary's Baby Decision which we all know what her baby decision is. <laughs> well, it's kind of false advertising. Yeah, it is. She doesn't actually make Ugh. a decision. No, Spoiler she alert. Spoiler alert. And then episode 10 is the Brown family confessions, um, which they really don't confess anything. No, um, but the teens, this one, they had the teens on there. And yes. They did a few, mm, we had few, a few interesting moments. things. Yeah. Yes. And then at the very end, stay tuned because we are going to talk about um, Real Housewives of Orange County, which some people are saying they don't like. But I'm, I have to say, I'm really enjoying the season. Yeah. I, I'm liking it. I, I don't always, know why people are criticizing it. I'm, I I'm always enjoying love it. an Orange County <laughs> episode. I mean... Come on. How can you not enjoy uh, Shannon, who always looks like she's like just <laughs> frightened, <laughs> frightened and is that John Jansen? Is that oh, what? John, what? John, John, that's where John lives oh, John, under yeah. the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> she's just what? This is going to ruin my life. I, you can't talk about this. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> How can you not love Shannon? Yeah. And Tamara's back. Uh, and now oh, Vicky's, Vicky's back. Tamara's back to ruin everybody's lives. Tamara is batshit crazy. Oh my god. This poor Jen was like, I, I cannot wait to get on the show with my good friend Tamara. <laughs> and then and, she's ripping her to Tamara is like ripping this poor girl. It is like, it is like Tamara is the prisoner that has been in prison for 30 years. <laughs> and Jen is the newbie who just got there and yeah. thought she was making a good friend. Yeah. yeah. Who is about 
to teach her some lessons. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it is sad. I'll save it for yes, the end. I'll save it for the end. But first, we've got to talk about Sister Wives. We've so said we're going to Cancun. We are. So were they in Cancun? They were down in the Yucatan. They were down in um, Tulum. Not Tulum, but were they down in Playa I saw del Carmen? That, I saw a sign at the airport that said Cancun. Oh, okay. So I assume they're in Cancun. Uh, okay. So, this is Mary's baby decision. So, Mary is packing for a trip. And, of course, you know, we get through this whole thing where they usually tell us, usually the wives, you know, they're able to go on trips for birthdays and anniversaries. But last year, Mary didn't go on any. She didn't go on a trip for her birthday or anniversary. We don't know why. Is it because they were fleeing and that was during that whole time period? Yes, it was because they were fleeing and because of finite resources. Yes, very finite resources. And I don't know, did anyone else go on anything? Because I'm sure Robin got her trip. Oh, I'm sure she did. But I don't know. I mean, you think Janelle let Cody spend any money on her to go on an anniversary or birthday trip? No, they probably went camping like they always do. So... Now, this is one thing that I noticed is Cody says something to the effect of your anniversary and Mary corrects him and says Mm -hmm. our anniversary. And I've noticed that, you know, Mary corrects, especially Cody, but Mary corrects people a lot. Mm. She really likes to correct Cody about what he says. Yeah. Anyway. Um, So then, of course, we see the same thing. We've seen this so many times where Cody Every time Cody packs for a trip, he's got to go to all these different houses because he's got all his clothes and all the houses and all blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you'd think he'd get a better system. Yeah, and all these years later. But I just want to say, I looked at that closet. It seemed like he had a lot of clothes. You were only down there for two, three days. I mean, it it was not a long trip. So you can't find enough stuff in that closet to take on a Three, four day trip. No, Cody. Uh, who knows? He, you've always got to make things complicated, yeah, Cody. Everything is just chaos. Yes. So, but he does. He leaves the house and he tells the cameras, "I've got a surprise for Mary. <laughs> a surprise at every woman." Which is, at the end of the trip, I'm going to push her to make a decision about the series. Oh, oh, can't wait <laughs> for a good pushing. Yes. I yes. know. He thinks that's a, a surprise. Yes. So the main issue is Mary needs to decide if she wants to try to have another child. And he's pushing for an answer. So the next day we're in Mexico. And of course he has to get a convertible. Anytime he goes anywhere on any of these vacations, he always has to rent a convertible. You're right. For the 11 day honeymoon, he also got a convertible. And I believe there was another trip that I saw recently with uh, Christine or something. He had a convertible. Always has a convertible. Because he's Cody Brown. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mary says she loves trips with Cody because he they can really focus on each other. Um, and uh, Cody's response to that is he struggles because there's this pressure to do it for all the other wives to always like, you know, there's any time he he has a trip. Yeah, there's this pressure because he has to have a trip for each of the wives yeah. so apparently other polygamists say well that's what it. she promised them well he was also saying that he 
it's pressure, but yeah, because he doesn't want the other wives to get upset. And then the wives feel awkward because, you know, the ones who aren't going feel upset. And then the one that is going, Mary said she feels awkward Mm -hmm. because she's going and they're not. And that's the thing, like, why did Mary seems to get like better trip like she's going to mexico but i swear to god like janelle has never done anything yeah. more than go camping with we've him. seen we've seen mary in just these we're now at season four i've seen mary go to mexico twice yeah. i've seen christine go to vegas i've seen robin go to san diego and i've seen janelle go camping yeah and that's it yeah um and then we see an interview with the other wives and they're all like they're fine with it they're like yeah that's fine we don't care. Yeah. They all seem okay. Except for Christine, because Christine's like, I'm next. <laughs> so. Well, one thing uh, that I noticed right away is, um, and I think one of them made a comment about, you know, how hot and humid it was. And of course, Mary has to, she has two shirts on mm, at all God. times. Oh, yeah. You know, she has to have the one long sleeve shirt to be cover her body. And, um, so I'm just thinking, gosh, she must be hot. But then, but then it's okay for her to be in a bathing suit, you mm-hmm. know, when they go into the cave. So it's just like, if she can be on camera in a bathing suit, why does she have to wear the two shirts? Yeah. Why can't she wear a tank top? Yeah. You know, it's, you're on vacation. You could bend the rules a little bit. Or a t-shirt. Yeah. It doesn't even just, have to be a tank top. Or a t-shirt or a three-quarter sleeve shirt. Right. And maybe some shorts, you know, not short or, shorts, but... Or, I don't know, um, a capris. Yeah. You know? Oh. Can we see your ankles? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, instead of... What did they... Instead of uh, what they normally do, they decided to get a private condo. And they were so close to the beach. They were shocked. Yeah, they're oceanfront yes so they these two are the kinds of people that i would never want to travel with on a vacation they are like the go 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 Mm -hmm. because every minute of every day of this vacation these two were jam-packed either this is how they are or tlc told them You've got to do all of these things. Oh, I things. think, yeah, they need content. They have to show them doing things. So, But I think this is who these people are. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the first full... Well, they arrive and it's dark. Yeah. So they had to go to bed. Um, so they went to bed. But the next day they go to uh, see pyramids. And they go to Koba. Is it Koba? Koba. Oh, that's the pyramid place. Yeah. And then, I don't know, what happened to Cody's ass? It was like... <laughs> he had to be sweating, he but sweat- just from his butt. And it was like he peed his pants. There was so much sweat. <laughs> so yes. much sweat. But nowhere else. Yeah. Sweat. It was very disgusting. odd. And he's in long pants. Like and khaki a, pants. And a yeah. long sleeve shirt. Yes. And it's hot as fuck. Yes. Yeah. So then they meet up with uh, Saul and Natalie. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Cody has to tell them he has four wives. Mm-hmm. It's the shock for Natalie. Yeah. Natalie's just Saul's like, just kind of like, oh, whatever. Whatever, dude. Natalie looks a little horrified. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they take them to these caves. That's like a cave and a lake. Yeah. And oh, I don't think I could go in there. Could you? Could you uh, do that? 
The cave in the lake? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, the repelling, I think maybe when I was younger, I, I do wonder if I could physically get myself up. Up the ladder. Up the ladder yeah. got me a little nervous. I mean, I feel like, I think if Mary physically could get herself up, I think I could physically get myself up. But um, that's a I mean, lot of upper body strength. Yeah. You have to, you literally have to, yeah, like pull your weight up on this rickety ladder. Mm-hmm. And what if you can't do it? Well, you're, you're I think they have. I think they have a backup. I think there is something that they can do. Why don't they just get you out that way? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's with. very complicated, and you might have to be hanging on there for a while or something like that. Oh. I don't know. I don't think they let anyone down there that they don't think can physically get themselves back up. But how do they know that until they try? I it? mean, I don't know. I don't think they would let some four hundred pound person go down there. If they didn't, but you know, Mary loves adventure. I mean, that's her whole, that's sort of what she's kind of, do you know what I mean? I mean, this is sort of how she's always sold herself. Yeah. Well, I think she just, yeah. Like with the skiing and stuff and look how that went, you know, she she pushes herself because she doesn't, I think Cody must make fun of her or something. If she doesn't doesn't. perform. Yeah. Because she has this need to perform Mm -hmm. for Cody physically Mm -hmm. and do these things. So I feel like at some time in the past, you know, he maybe made fun of her or something. There's something there. Do Do you think this is wrapped up in the baby stuff? Do you think that because she can't produce children, which he says something to her at the end about this, Mm. but do you think that's her feeling like I'm not good enough because I can't make a bunch of babies? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure she always has to be proving herself to him. Yeah. And then there's this parallel story going on. Yes, back at home. (laughs) God, that Christine and Janelle are taking their real estate exam. Yes. And Janelle, you know, makes note of the fact that, you know, we really need the income. Yes, yes, they do. They need the income. So, um, yeah, and so we learn. So after they're going to take their exam, they're going to go meet Robin for lunch and then call Mary and Cody in Mexico. So we learn that after the exam, one passed and one failed. Mm-hmm. And so they go to, and the name of this restaurant was Homemade Greek Food. Oh. And I was like, I kept looking at, I, I rewound it and went back and I was like, is this the name of the restaurant? Homemade Greek Food. <laughs> Just FYI. Very descriptive. Yes. So Janelle passed and Christine failed. And oh, Poor Christine. This was just the saddest phone call ever. It was. Because Cody and Mary couldn't hear and they couldn't, they kept having to pour, pass the phone back and forth on the cell phone because they couldn't hear. And she had to say, I failed several times yeah. over and over again. It was like, who's on first? Yes. You know, it like, was just, wait, who failed? Yeah. Did you pass? Oh, you Christine both, passed? You both passed? No. No. Christine did not and she's like I failed (laughs) I failed oh you passed (laughs) no I failed so Janelle passed you know Janelle passed oh god so um poor poor Christine so she was hoping to have to like she was hoping to move forward but she now has to and that is always yeah that's the worst um 
to have to like, you know, studying and studying and studying for a big, big exam like that. And then to have to pull out the books again. I'm, I was so happy. I, I passed my um, licensing exams. I had two. I passed both of them on the first try. So I'm yeah. very glad I did. Same here. I passed the bar. Ugh. There was no way I was. Could you imagine having to like. Going to take that again. Can you imagine having to like study for the bar again? No. I mean, uh, I, mean I studied for a good uh it was like my full-time job, like eight hours a day, every day for two months. Mm. Towards the end, I just kind of was like, you know what? If I don't know it now, I'm never going to know it. Yeah. I, I just like stopped studying a few days before. Me too. It was my full-time job for several months. And then I had to take another exam. I took the first one to pass and then I took the other one. And mine was if you failed the exam, you, you would have to wait six months. It was almost mm. punitive. Yeah. So you'd have to wait six months and to retake it. And, um, and, uh, so there was also that other part of like, God, you know, it all, it's, it's like stretching it out, it's stretching it out and we would get our results right away. So mm. it was like, you know, you, you press that button, like I'm done. And then, <laughs> and then they're tabulating your score. And they're like, well, while you're waiting, answer some questions how was the service? Oh. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. I don't care. Like, God, I, how, you know, how was the room? You know, how did you like the chicken process? You. They and trapped you, know, they you want, into doing they a survey. They want to answer questions about the survey. You're like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. And you're just waiting and your heart is pounding out of your chest. Like, boom, 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 boom. And finally you get that thing of like, you pass and you're like, yes. Well, and then you're just like gathering your, you're, you're just so hyped up and you're gathering all your stuff out and you just can't wait to like run out the room to start telling people. People. Yeah, well, for the bar exam, we had to wait four months, Ugh. which is torture because yeah. it's a writ written. Ex- someone has to actually read your essays and grade them and all that. And yeah, that's kind of torture. And then as the date starts to approach, you know, that the results oh, yeah. come out. And, you know, the funny thing is when I OK, so I'm old. So when I took the bar exam, um, they were just starting to this was just when the Internet was, you know, a thing and it was mm-hmm. accessible and. I remember I had this like ancient old laptop, um, but I figured out how the dad gave to me. Um, I figured out how to use it and hook it up to the Internet and all that kind of stuff because they were going to release. The, they they still mailed the results out, but this was the first year they were going to put them online. Mm. So you could. Oh, how advanced it was very advanced for back then. And no one really knew how to do it. And so I was, you know, trying to practice. Okay, Mm -hmm. what do I do? I put in in my code, you know, they sent you a, you know, whatever. It was so antiquated. And so it was like, I think it was 5 p.m. on a a certain day. It was a Friday, I remember, I think. It's like right before Thanksgiving. Anyway, um, so I get on there, I'm setting it up. It's almost five o'clock. I go on, I log in, you know, I'm very nervous and I really don't know what I'm doing with the mm-hmm. <laughs> logging in. I've never done anything like this before. And when I was putting in my information, you'd put in your social security number and a bunch of stuff. And, and I hit enter. And as soon as I hit enter, you know, that feeling where you have like, I don't think I put in the number right. Mm. And so, of course, it came up and it said, you know, this person, you know, did not pass. Mm. And I was like, that's not right. I'm like, I knew (laughs) I knew I had passed that exam. Uh I knew it. So I went back carefully, like re-inputted everything, pressed enter. And it's like, congratulations. (laughs) 
he passed. And I was just like, oh, thank God. Oh, my gosh. But that was very nerve wracking. Yes. Oh, my God. But they, you don't even it's not even associated with your name. Like you didn't even know. It was just associated with a number. Yeah, it was like they gave you some login code and then you had to put in your social security number mm. and birthday or something. I, and I just knew. I knew when I hit the button. I'm like, I didn't put that in. I didn't put mm. the numbers in right because I was nervous. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I, I feel for you, Christine. I feel for Christine. That's It's sucks. just not fun. But I think she eventually, doesn't she eventually go on N- to... No, to remember? Pass? So later on we see her. She basically... It wasn't until Mona Reiki sits her down and tells her like, hey, as a when you're in real estate, you kind of have to hustle, Christine. Yeah. Like you you need to you know, you're working weekends, you're working nights, you're hustling. And Christine's like, what? I need to be home for my children. Nights, weekends. <laughs> what? I, I can't uh, do that. I can't do that. I have my kids. And and so I think Christine just throws up her hands. I don't think Christine ever really wanted to do this. No, you I know? think she was. It was pressure to make money. It, yeah, I think you know Christine didn't. This they thought it was going to be you know, uh, they thought it was going to be an easy way to make money. And Cody, he dropped out right oh, away. God. I don't know. Cody saw the size of the book and yeah. was gone. At least Christine, you know, yeah. studied for the test and took the test. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, more than Cody did. So um, Mary and Cody. The is this the next day? So the next yeah. day they decide to go to. Is it Z Zen Ha? Some, yeah, some kind of water park. All natural water park where they swim with dolphins. Which I would never swim with dolphins, would you? Uh, that no. looks frightening to me. I don't know. I just, again, I, when I'm on vacation, <laughs> I like to get up and I like to kind of like have my coffee and maybe read, go sit to the by pool, the pool, yeah, have some breakfast, you know. I don't know, maybe go sightseeing a little bit, maybe shop. Like, I do not want to be jam-packed going. This is what it's like vacationing with dad. But it's like, I don't want to be doing something every two minutes. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, let's just this relax. Is, this is a lot of stuff. Yeah. This is a lot of go, go, go. Um, but then we have this very interesting thing where apparently... Mary said that Natalie or Natalia was cute. Yeah, and it's like... Oh, Mary, slow down. Like, yeah. So now everyone's freaking out. There's going to be another sister wife. Yeah. And Cody says, that's what you said about Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and look how that turned out. <laughs> yes. So now it's like, oh, Lordy. Because yeah. every time Mary thinks someone's cute, <laughs> some woman's cute. It's like, uh oh, she's oh, yeah. a sister wife. And all the rest of them are like, nope, no, that's not happening. Yes. But geez, I guess this is how it works. Mary says someone's cute, and then they're a sister wife. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. So, and then Cody and Mary, they have a very romantic dinner plan. Little does Mary know. Um, The the bomb is being dropped. Uh, yeah, Cody wants answers. He, yes. he barely get into this yeah. dinner. And God, she didn't even get like a, you know, she didn't get water or anything yeah. or like an appetizer. Get through the dinner, get yeah. to dessert or something. No, he, he wants answers. He says it's been two years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they still, I think they still don't seem to really get the egg issue. You know, they're, yes. they're still talking about this as if it's a possibility, but... She says she feels, Mary says she feels too old to start a family, and I don't know what I want. Yeah. Well, I thought, I have to say, of all the things that Mary's ever said, I think 
I, I do think that what she said about this was very real and very honest and, and pretty, you know, pretty profound, most profound thing she's ever said, which is that she, you know, I'm too old. I'm too young to be an ep- empty nester and I'm too old to start a family. Mm-hmm. And she's very right on about that. She's very freaked out about going through all this again. And she's right. Well, this is why she's having such a hard time because she is so scared of going through this because she's she's been going through this for 20 years for 20 years she's gotten her hopes up Mm -hmm. time and time again to be let down and she's in this very weird position where she's 40 what one years old and yeah she's too young to be an empty nester she's not 60 yeah and and with a partner with a full-time partner like ready to start this next chapter of her life but she's also not you know but she's also too, she's also not 22 ready mm-hmm. to start a family like right. and 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 she also doesn't have a full-time partner like right. that's the thing she's in this really weird precarious position and she doesn't know what to do and it would be great if she had a partner maybe who could have a conversation with her instead of going what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what do you want to do do you want to do it do you want to do it like it, it, you know she's she kind of is so alone in this mm-hmm. and i think that's the other part of it is is that I think this is one of the downsides of the sister wife thing is, is that she is very much alone in this because Cody has other children. He, he's not, you know, she is, she is alone. Mm-hmm. She is alone in this decision. Yeah. She, he is not alone because he has other kids. She is alone. Yeah. No, and I feel for her. Yeah. And she says, you know, she, she wishes it would just happen magically on yeah. its own. So she doesn't have to decide she doesn't have an answer. And Cody says, do you want to find out if your eggs are viable? And she says, let me think about it. Uh, and so I, no yeah. decision made. Well, I, I will say that Cody does tell her, like, not having any children doesn't change your value to me. You need to know that in your heart. And mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, very kind. Nice. I was yeah. very nice. And then, but I, I felt like Cody, and, and I, and I, when Cody said, you know, do you want to find out about your eggs? I'm like, good. Now we're kind of moving somewhere. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you need to find that out. Right. Like, That's this is this step. is really, really vital. Yeah. Like, because really, if you want this to genetically be your baby, Mary, mm-hmm. we need to find this out. And this is this is really important. But when she said, I just want to, I just wish this would magically happen. I just want this to happen. I feel like that's your answer. That is her answer. Her answer is she doesn't want to, you know, she she, doesn't want any intervention. She doesn't want any more intervention. She doesn't want, it's just too hard for her to go through this anymore. That is her answer. And I kind of was like, please, Cody, can you pick up on that? That's what her answer is. And so when he then suggested the egg thing and she said, well, let me think about it. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh God now we're we're still in this yeah let me think about it and then and then he's like well i don't want to wait forever for a decision i'm like yeah but the, her she's this, this is, is her, her decision. decision her decision she doesn't want to do anything yeah so that's it's her decision so if it happens it happens and if it doesn't it doesn't that's the that's, that's yeah that's it but we got to keep going with the storyline yeah jesus and that's that and so next time we see him heading back to you know, and then they're going back home. Okay. Yep. The end of the trip. Yep. And so then this is episode 10, which is Brown Family Confessions. So this is a different one because they've got written, conf- they've got written questions and they've got video questions and 
they've got in the beginning, they've got teenagers there with them, all the older teens. So they're at Janelle's house. So the first question is from Ernesto. Ernesto asks the teens, is anyone dating yet? He's like, ooh. Yeah. And uh, they all kind of, you know, say, well, they all kind of look at Logan. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how the subject of kissing comes up, but uh, Cody, of course, comes in with his kisses have a price. Yes. Consequences. And and Robin's like, are you being careful? I'm like, yeah, careful with kissing. Careful with kissing. Um. Where, why are you going there, Robin? Like, So, Logan apparently is kissing someone. Logan is kissing someone, and I'm sure Maddie is kissing someone. Yeah. I know that for sure. I don't know about the others. Leon says, the last time I was alone with a boy was on accident. <laughs> and then Cody <laughs> praises them and says, the obedient daughter mm-hmm. right there. He uh, loved that. He loved hearing that. Yes. Yeah. But Cody says, I want to know if you're dating or kissing because you're under this roof and I should be able to counsel you or, you know, give you wisdom on these things because they have consequences. I'm yeah. Like, what are you going to counsel them about? Like more tongue, less tongue. <laughs> well, he says, I have the right to know. And it's what? like, no, you don't, Cody. I don't know. I, you don't have the right to know, like, the details of your teenagers kissing you really don't have the right to know about anything they're doing with their bodies quite frankly this is not sex positive mm-hmm. this is the opposite i mean this is draconian yeah he what, what world does he think he's living in what year does he think it is and you know kissing has consequences um <laughs> yeah I don't know. I don't know what consequences it has. I mean, you, certainly relationships and feelings and and all of that, you can get hurt. You can emotionally yeah. get hurt and have feelings and all of that. Certainly that has consequences. But I don't know. Why don't you teach your children how to manage their emotional, mm-hmm. their, their emotions and their feelings? Uh, that would be a good thing to do as opposed to punishing them because they kiss somebody well yeah i guess he thinks oh kissing is going to lead to something else and then it's going to lead to something else and then it's going to lead to sex yeah and god forbid sometimes that does happen so maybe you should yeah talk to them about talk to them about it yeah Yeah. like don't just say kissing has consequences what does that mean yeah what does that mean to you cody explain that (sighs) anyway anyway well shauna says compared to Utah, do people accept your religion, you know, more in Vegas? And Logan says he feels like they're judged less in Vegas than they were in Utah. And everyone gr- agrees that Vegas is far more relaxed, non-judgmental mm. than um, Utah. Well, yeah, it's Sin City. Yes, yes. <laughs> not not a lot of judgment going yes. on. Um Ashley asks, what's the issue that the family butts heads on the most? This one I love. Maddie says, church. (laughs) Because essentially, nobody wants to go to dad's church. (laughs) Nobody wants home church. (laughs) Basically, but but Maddie was saying, like, dad is cranky or crying that no one wants to go. Aspen said dad is crazy. Oh, that's right. Aspen said that. Yeah. And then one of them says, yeah, that he's either cranky or crying during church. So, so Cody's crying. Yeah. So, so is it the teens don't want to go, but then the teens go and then 
Cody well, I think is they're moaning. forced to go. They're forced to go. And then what's happening? Then they get there and then Cody is moaning through the entire process. I have about no how idea. They're not happy to be there. Well, no, I think maybe he just like I think they're talking about his general like attitude and demeanor when he's preaching. He either gets real emotional uh, and starts uh, crying or he's just kind of cranky and angry and does like an angry rant. Oh, God. Like he's performing. Well, that's a, well, that's a fun. Well, no wonder nobody likes going no. to church, Cody. You're not making it very fun for people. No. Well, Janelle says that essentially anything that requires making the teenagers do anything is the biggest thing they butt heads on. Yeah. So Barbara asked Cody, how would you feel about your daughters being in a marriage with several wives? Um, and Cody gets into this whole thing that he wants them to marry the right person with the right sister wives that will make a big difference. And then he gets into this whole laundry list of need to marry someone who can make money and have skills and abilities. And he has this very long list. Very of high expectations. Very high expectations of who he's looking for. Yeah. for. But you know what? Guess what, Cody? None of your children are in plural marriage. So you never have to worry about that. No. And also, you know, I his marriages clearly didn't work, didn't work. And uh, so he's not really exactly a role model. Mm -hmm. And his children all seem to be in marriages that are working. Yeah. So, so far. Uh, Dana asks, how has moving to Las Vegas changed the family dynamic? And of course, you know, the big thing is um it has its challenges because of the four houses they're all too Hard far to apart get aspen says no one ever sees dad yeah i thought that was interesting we don't um, ever see dad now so she's she's co-signing what christine has been saying mm -hmm. all this time yeah about how he never spent any time with them yeah and aspen says it because he never goes over to their house yeah. And then Robin says, you know, what she wanted when she first met the family is now slowly slipping away from them. And then McKelty goes into this whole thing about how she feels really close to Robin's kids, especially Brianna. She feels a spiritual bond with Brianna. Yeah, that was that, that was, was very weird. Very weird. And you know what? Robin actually shed a tear. Yeah. I an saw actual tear an came actual out. An actual tear. There was one tear in the corner of her eye just kind of coming so that like was a real feeling. Cheek. So it was like, wow. Okay. So she feels people. People. She can cry. Yeah. When someone is talking glowingly about her child. But um, that's interesting that she feels such a special bond. Yeah. And Brianna. why Brianna? Why Brianna? I don't know. I, I've never even... How, we've never heard of this or seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> McKelsey's weird. Yeah. So Deborah asks, with all the kids being different ages, do the boys look after the girls? And Logan says, yes. And Maddie tells a very sweet story of how, of course, Daddy Logan yes. protecting her, you know, telling, I can't remember the full story. Oh, Did she, you write was, it down? she was scared. There was a thunderstorm or something and she was scared and they were little. And he said, don't worry, I'll protect you. I'll always he said, protect I'm not, you. I'm not afraid of anything. Yeah. No, so, he's just the perfect. Yes, he is. Oldest child. He's so perfect. Always there to protect everybody. Um, Kathy, Stephanie, Kathy and Stephanie ask of all the foods, what do you, what do they request the most, which is this mock tapioca pudding which i love tapioca pudding so mm -hmm. i 
I assume does Christine put a recipe out there for this? I feel like this oh, yeah. has been out we there somewhere. Try to find that. Yeah. But, but I don't know why it's called. Uh, or it's like German it's like oatmeal or fluffy something. Fluffy cream of wheat cereal. I don't know. It didn't look very good when they showed them um, eating it. Yeah, I mean, what it tastes like an hour and a half to make. Mm. So I assume it's just. I don't know. I have to figure out how Let's, to. I do. We'll I love. To, I love tapioca pudding, though. All right. All right. So, do you have the next one? The you next one is Alice. <laughs> and I love this. She's she um, asks about you know the temptations. Yeah. You know, all the temptations in Las Vegas, and she says, you know, drinking, gambling, hookers. <laughs> It's like, whoa, Alice, <laughs> you really go there. Um, and then I have down here, Las Vegas, you are good or bad. What does that mean? Oh, oh, you know what it is? The teens, this is what the teens were saying. And I thought I started this because I thought this was really interesting. Because what the teens were saying was in terms of like what they saw with oh, other in kids school. Yeah. in school was that they saw that with teens in school like in vegas it's very clear like listen in 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 vegas it's like if you're a bad kid you're yeah. a bad kid and or and a good can, kid and, and it's very knows. clear and yeah. everyone knows and it's very clear and in utah it's the lines are blurry yeah and and i think that that is really interesting because i think that tells you a lot about things like in vegas i think it's very much like this is who i this, am yeah you know this is i put it out there if right. i you know if i like sex, I'm going to tell you. If I like drugs, I'm going to tell you. And and I think what they're saying about Utah is there's a lot of people out there that pretend that they're real sweet and kind, right. but in behind closed doors, they're not being truthful. Yeah, and didn't was it Maddie said something about how in Utah, yeah, like everyone's trying to look like the good Mormon, mm -hmm. oh we're just clean or whatever, and then someone will you'll be at a party and someone will just break out some drugs. Yes. So, yeah, it's yeah. more covert. She said she got offered a lot yeah. more. I bet you anything that, like, in Vegas, I bet you people probably saw, oh, yeah, you probably don't do yeah. drugs. I'm not going to offer you anything. And I bet you anything in Utah, you know, it's very different. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating. That was interesting. And then McKelty started talking about something about gambling and I think Cody cut her off. Or, mm. I don't know. My notes are mm. not good on that one. Um, so, oh, and this is the one. <laughs> they played this one three times because oh, they wanted to shock us. Evelyn asks, what does Cody take to take care of all those women? Because she wants some for her husband. So this grossed out all the teens. They're all like, ew, gross, <laughs> yuck. Ugh, so they all get so grossed out. They all leave. They all leave the room. And then... They all leave, and then Cody's like, well, I'm not going to answer that question. I'm like, <laughs> well, then why'd they have to leave? Well, why'd they all have to leave? Like, yeah. if we all know. And then what I was just wondering is, so how authentic are these questions? Like, what I'm wondering about TLC or Puddle Monkey or whoever's doing mm -hmm. this is like, did you just grab people in the casino and said, ma'am, we'll give you <laughs> we'll give you $20 in casino chips. Read this question. Yeah. Do you know? Or did they, where did they find oh, these people? Oh, I'm sure that they, yeah, they stop, they're stopping people in the casino. Yeah. Offering them like a discount at the buffet. Or like, or, or like <laughs> you want a free drink. Yeah. Or. And they'll say like, oh, have you free ever, buffet have you or ever whatever, seen yeah. Sister Wives? And if they say yes, they're like, okay, can you ask this question? These questions are prepared questions. Yeah, they've got to be. Yeah. I mean, because they're all so basic and boring yeah with one 
semi-interesting one where you'll get a semi-interesting response. But, and this one is just one to shock them with the odd hope that maybe they'll answer it. Right. You know, knowing that they won't. Right. But I was just like, you knew they were going to pass on this puddle monkey. Well, so also, why are we doing this? I don't think that Cody does take no, care I don't of think all he... of them in the bedroom. Oh, no, I don't think he frankly. does. And I don't think he does. I don't think he's taking Cialis or whatever. You think he's taking something? Maybe well, now he, he is. Well, he was younger back, you know, when this was made. But no, I don't think I he's mean, taking anything. Uh, Mary said they hadn't had sex in 10 years. When? Um, when this... she was with the guy? When she was getting catfished? No, I think this came out in a reunion i think it was the season 16 or 17 mm. um tell all or whatever um she said yeah it had been like a decade and and i think christine you know said that you know he basically had sex with her like once a year a couple, mm. couple times a year mm-hmm. that was in that season where she was breaking up with him uh-huh and you know i th- i think janelle has very low requirements yeah. so he's not yeah. like he, he's not having all this sex yeah i don't think he ever was you know yeah anyway um okay so karen asks is there a clean the toilet wife a shopping at the mall wife <laughs> a being, basement wife <laughs> being in charge of the them uh being in charge of taking them to soccer practice wife or a wife for the bedroom um and they basically say, yeah, they're all four. They do it all, you know. <laughs> they, you know, they're all there. So this this question, I think, was an illegitimate question. This was the one question it seemed real because it was misspelled and it was very real. It was from Az- Azar. Azar. How many wives can a man marry? Because Azar <laughs> really wanted to know this one. <laughs> so we learned that there's no limit. There's no. Brigham Young had 27 wives. But Cody says, you know, four is enough. <laughs> you think? <laughs> and he says he nurtures and respects all of his wives. Oh, yes. Christine had a funny look on her face. When yeah. I looked over at her and I was wondering, what do you think about this now, Christine? But um, then we, you know, then Cody talks about how he and Mary, you know, they courted a woman for a long time, but it wasn't right. And I'm like, that was the underage girl. Was this and this was before Janelle, right? Was this before? I Janelle? think it was before Christine, but after Janelle. after Janelle. Okay, interesting. And they that, did. They said they did that for a while. Yeah, it was in the book. Mary said that they were waiting for her to turn eighteen, and then when I and I think the I, I think the girl broke it off with them. Mm. And I think that was in the book, but they in this show they were trying to say they broke it off with her because it wasn't right, and that's when Christine got wind of that and she oh. started coming around again because you know she always wanted to be yeah with Cody yeah but of of course Christine's like she's done with four yes Danny asks is there ever a time when someone isn't mad at you so Mary and Robin say they're not mad at him oh this is. And then Janelle doesn't respond at all, but then Christine says she is mad at him. Yeah, of course. Of course she is. And then um, Cody says he needs harmony in these relationships. And then Robin, though Robin isn't wrong in what she's saying, though, but she says that what she saw in her parents' marriage is that her mother would put aside her pettiness 
And I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is interesting. She would put aside her pettiness and focus on what he did right because they didn't have a lot of time together and they, you know, they didn't have a lot of time to fight. Wow. And Robin's like, mom really groomed her and trained her to, uh, yes, for this task. I mean, listen, I, I don't disagree with her in terms of like, it is, you know, you yes, pick your battles. It, yes, you want to pick your battles. You want to focus on, you want to be grateful. You want to be, you want to focus on what people are doing right versus what they're doing wrong. That if you, you, you certainly can focus on everything that's going wrong in life and, you know, life can be terrible or it can be wonderful. It's all how you look at it. But I just thought it was kind of interesting. I was just like, ooh, you really are kind of sticking it to Christine a little mm-hmm. bit here. I mean, yeah. I-, I wonder how Christine felt in that moment because because yeah, we all know that the two of them aren't really getting along too much and what you're speaking to. And so as we've seen, I mean, this was this whole thing about how he accused Christine of being so horrible to Robin. It's like, there's a lot of these moments where she makes these kind of passive aggressive mm-hmm. underhanded. Yeah. Like, why can't you just be nice? Just be nice to him and, and it'll all be fine. Yeah. It'll all work out. But yeah, she just couldn't. Well, and, but it's, it's, easy to be nice to someone you've been married to for a year versus someone you've been married to right. for 17 years. Right. Anyway. So Lisa says with so many kids, how is college going to be paid for when each, when each show has shown how hard finances are for the Brown family? Janelle says she worked her way through college and paid for it herself. So her kids can do the same. Robin says that maybe they might not go to college. And Chris- Janelle looked like she was about to <laughs> jump over and kill Robin. Yeah. Um, she said, well, they can have at least a trade education. But that the kids can pay for it themselves. And have most of the kids gone to college? I think so. I don't know if they all finished. I don't know if Maddie finished college. Well, Peyton and Garrison went into the military. And then um, Maddie went to college, but then she left after a year. She got married. Uh-huh. But I think she may, when she moved to North Carolina, I think she went back to school. I don't know if she's finished school. I kind of doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. What about Aspen? Yeah, Aspen graduated from UNLV. Mm-hmm. And, and so then, did Logan. And Leon graduated from somewhere. I don't know if it was that Westminster College. Or a different college. But they graduated and then Hunter's a nurse, so had to a nurse practitioner, yeah. Yeah. That's not that is and those exams are not easy. You're damn near a doctor. Yeah. That becoming a a nurse practitioner is not easy by any means. Um, Uh, oh Gwen, I think is is Gwen in school? I know she maybe was in school. I'm not sure. Isabel, she went to North Carolina to go to that college where Maddie was, but then she came back. So I don't know what she's doing. McKelty. Gabe, I think, goes to Northern Arizona University. Uh-huh. McKelty. I don't know if McKelty went to college. She Well, she was going to college in Utah, I believe. And then she met Tony and got married. I don't know if she finished. Um... Who am I forgetting of Janelle's kids? I feel like I'm forgetting a Janelle, Maddie, Hunter. Savannah now is starting. So is Savannah going to school in South Carolina? I don't know. North Carolina? I don't know. 
Okay. But I mean, most of, I think all... Dayton went to college? Dayton went to college. He just graduated. Um, so, I mean, pretty much all of them either graduated or started, and, started maybe and maybe are still working on it. Okay. Except for, like I said, Garrison and Payton, they went into the military. Uh-huh. And I don't know what if they... Are going to use the GI Bill or not. Yeah, or what, what they hmm. did after that. I'm not really sure. All right. So Rita asks, since there is more than one mom who pulls rank, and it really depends on whose child it is. And then Cody says, I pull rank. <laughs> yeah. And that's so that. he says, when there needs to be a course correction. And so this is the best, right? So then they show this clip of quote unquote, Cody doing this course correction. And this is a clip of Gwen and Gabe like fighting at the bottom of the stairs. And we see Cody coming down the stairs, like trying to figure out what's going on. And he's kind of getting on Gabe for like, quote unquote, beating up on Gwen and Gabe's. I think it was Savannah. Was it Savannah? Yeah. Gwen? Oh, okay. Kind of beating up on Savannah. And I love this sort of course correction because basically Gabe's just laughing at him. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, well, p- apologize to your sister. And he's like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and, and and he's just like trying to teach him something. It's like, okay, yeah, right, dad. <laughs> and I was like, this is great. This is great. Yeah, I mean, it's great, I, great job. Great job. And so I'm thinking to myself, do these people, I mean, this is like a real F you to Cody, right? I mean... This is not That's a great the best example. example they could. This they is could either find. the best example of Cody's parenting that they could show, yeah. or this is them going, yeah, this is his course correction, people. I don't think Cody, yeah, Cody doesn't do a lot of parenting. And when he does, he does it badly. Yeah, this is it. This is the extent of it. Yeah. All right. So Waverly Winter and Olivia say, what types of hair products does Cody use? Now, do you think that Cody said, can we get something in there about, about my, my hair? hair? Yeah, because he was quick to say he uses a cleanser, a scalp therapy, and a follicle booster. Yes. I I don't use this much crapola in my hair. I don't even know what half of this stuff. The follicle booster is well, to, that's for his balding. balding. A scalp therapy, what is that for? I What's don't the even cleanser know what that for? is. Is cleanser, wait, like, is cleanser like a shampoo? What does he mean? Um, is cleanser shampoo? What's scalp therapy? I don't know. I don't know what any of these things are. And I'm a woman. Well, he's... With hair. He's follically challenged. He's, yes. <laughs> Ay. Um, oh, well, right. then, and then Chandra asks... I mean, this has been... This is oh, old I know. news. What if one of you dies? Ugh. And we hear the story of Mary's sister. It was six years ago. Her sister passed away and her sister wife. Actually, I thought this was very nice. Her sister wife moved into yeah. her house so that the kids could stay in their own house. They wouldn't yeah. have to be disrupted. I don't know how many kids this other wife had, if yeah. any. I don't know. We never hear about that, yeah. but yeah. And that's, that's how it all ends. And this, sad. of course, because this is one of the blessings of the lifestyle. This is the one blessing. <laughs> the, the one blessing. If you die, which, you know, statistically is pretty unlikely yeah. that you die before your children are grown, uh, there's someone there yes. to step in. The only good part about this lifestyle is <sighs> if you're dead. 
It only pays off. It only if you die. pays off if you die of some horrible disease. But the rest of it, yeah. not so good. So by that measure, as soon as all your kids are, you know, yeah, grown, which is what which is what we've just, all seen. Just get a divorce. Yeah. The yeah. minute your kids are grown or yeah. old enough to be, you know, basically about Truly's age, you want to get the hell out of there. And yeah. speaking of that, have you seen these photos? Of Christine with David McKelty, Isabel oh, in London, in, in, with Truly and Aspen, Aspen and, and her husband. Yeah, yeah. they are um, someone calling oh. your landline. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh it's, my god! Someone is calling your landline. It's a landline. Okay, it'll, sorry it'll, everybody. It'll stop in a this minute. This is a real life. Someone is yeah. calling Brooks landline. Nobody ever calls me. And of course, right now during yeah. the podcast, they're calling during the landline on the landline. And I'm sure it's it's probably Cody. <laughs> calling saying why are you ripping on me so i'm much? sure it's like some no, they they went away solicitation okay. call so they are all they're drinking up a storm yeah. so they're all drinking now they're all right, drinking. so this is it this religion this we're well, all christine just, said she left the religion okay so you the, know she so, declared so that. but they're all drinking yeah. i mean not truly but McKelty, yeah, Isabel yeah, is twenty or okay, but but so but they're all this is they're all just drinking like yeah. we're all just free for all. Nobody's following this religion. No, nope. okay, no. Well, none of the kids as soon as they left home, none of them followed. Oh, okay, except maybe Leon for a little while, but um, no, they none of them ever, except for Leon, <laughs> none of them ever bought into this. Okay, ever. So, no, I'm sure Logan was, you know, sneaking beers in high school and whatever. You know Maddie. Well, Maddie's rebellious. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was that. That's that. All right. So, and next week is the um, season finale of season four where Logan decides to go off to college. So, that'll be exciting. Yeah. I I, I think I started watching that one already. It's it's a good episode Mm because there's also stuff in there about the um the stuff with the you know they've put down the money on the houses Mm -hmm. and they start getting into some of the like um dynamics of that and mary Mm -hmm. getting a big house oh yes 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 scene on the couch so we're we're getting into things okay good all right so real housewives of oc um we talked about it was that last week or the week before? Got a few, few weeks, weeks ago. ago. So since that time, I think the last time we talked about it, they were in Montana. So they've been back from Montana, yeah. and um, so I just want to I want to talk a little bit about like Tamra and and last this last episode, which was this Emily threw a party and the slip and slide and and all that. But I just want to backtrack for a second because Gina, you know, you know Gina who is. Um, obviously there's this whole storyline this year where it seems like everybody is coming for Heather. Yeah. Everyone's coming for Heather. And one of the people coming for Heather is Gina, who seems to be mad at Heather for whatever reason. One reason is because she feels like Heather... She wasn't happy with Heather for saying something to her about, like, you shouldn't be dumping all these problems about your ex with your new... With Travis. Tra- with Travis. with um, And that seemed to bother her. And there were some other things I don't quite understand. Um, I guess maybe she it was really bothering... It bothered her, too, that maybe Heather 
instantly like gravitated towards Tamara. It definitely Tamara's presence is sort of changing the dynamics mm-hmm. of everything. But if I was Gina, Gina obviously is the poorest one there. And Gina's decided to become a real estate agent. And um, if I was Gina and I was poor, but I was on the show and I had this platform, I would be up Heather DeBro's asshole mm-hmm. so far. Oh, as yeah. far as I could go. Because that woman has so much money and she knows people she, with yeah. a lot of money. And I would be... To get te- referrals. Yes. I would be text On the off season, I would have been texting her. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, Nikki, your son's an, a real estate agent. I wouldn't be saying anything about the fact that that bothered me. I would be like, no. great. She, she should want to go to work yes, for him. I, he is my new best friend. Yeah. I would be like, Heather DeBro, where are you going today? Great. I would be... She just... Heather DeBro just bought a house in Beverly Hills that she's going to fix up. Mm-hmm. I would be this woman's best fucking friend gina's stupid she is so dumb i would be up this woman's asshole and i would be her best friend this woman knows tons of and terry is a plastic surgeon he knows tons of wealthy people these people are very well connected Mm -hmm. and they know lots of rich people this is when you're a real estate agent this is these are the people that you need to know it's about relationships once you get licensed once you get things rolling it's just all about relationships that's it Mm -hmm. it's not it's a formula and it's not a really complicated formula it really isn't it's just about relationships you know you're not wheeling and dealing that much it Mm -hmm. isn't that's the thing. I think people think it's all about negotiation. It's this and that. It really isn't. It's yeah. just about plugging it's in numbers. It's getting the right clients. It's getting them to yeah. feel good about, you know, what they're doing and yes. hold their hand and and, being, and, and, yeah. and and close the deal. Yes. Because you don't make any money yes. unless you close and, that and deal. And being that person who's saying, you want to go see the house right yeah, now? Great. Let's, let's go. go see the house yeah. right now. I'm going like, to pick you up in my Mercedes. Yes, exactly. And showing up and doing it and, and finding and, and being consistent and Mm -hmm. and you know like okay absolutely i'm going to keep looking for you and doing that but if you have but you need to have well if you want to make money you need to have wealthy clients Mm -hmm. who are going to spend money and that's what you need and this drive this whole time i'm watching this and i'm like what are you doing she's cutting off what are you doing despite her face yes you know thank you Uh, yeah driving me nuts you know yeah and then emily also went off on heather um at that uh, oh when they went to nobu and um Mm -hmm. emily was saying to heather that she didn't think that she was very nice and she thought she was better than everybody else and well yeah doesn't she well, well yeah heather does no, think she's better than it's everybody true. else everybody knows it, that. it is true but i don't think anyone has ever said that to her face in that way and this mm-hmm. was right after the G- after she had the thing with Gina, uh-huh. Emily kind of chimed in and was like, yeah, and another thing, Heather, you know, <laughs> you're not very, you, you just look down on other people and you think you're better than everybody else. And Heather looked shocked. Yeah. Like she couldn't believe that what was happening, but she couldn't lose her cool. No. Nope. Because I think Heather is angling for something. She wants her own she either wants her own show or she wants to be on Beverly Hills or she wants to be on Beverly Hills because she just bought a house first they bought that penthouse apartment or condo whatever in LA then someone offered them some ridiculous amount of money for their home so they sold it and then they just bought a home in Beverly Hills that they're gonna um you know 
renovate and whatever. But and where are they living in the OC? They're living, are they still living in the OC? Yeah, they, they're like renting a house. Uh-huh. or Yeah, they, they're living in the OC. They still have, you know, two kids at home and, you know, their other kids come back. So they need a house. They can't all fit in that apartment. So, yeah, they have a house in OC, but they just bought that Beverly Hills house. I think she wants like a show about her you know, fixing up her new house mm-hmm. or her, her new life in LA, or she wants to be on Beverly Hills Housewife or something. So she's minding her P's and Q's. Mm. And, you know, she's trying to be real fancy. You know, she had that Nobu lunch with all the fancy, you know, the silver chopsticks and the this and the that. And, and these women are just messing things up for her and then yeah. you have Tamara at the other end of the oh table God, napkins at jen's face she like. was just excoriating jen i mean just she must have been so drunk oh yeah she was just yelling at her and basically calling her a whore and all these horrible things and what i don't understand is why does jen not really fight back yeah i don't well, and I think that's the that's the part that I think Jen's not understanding. I think Jen's sort of in shock because I think she keeps thinking Tamara and I are friends. Like, wh- like why are you wh- doing what is this? what is happening here? Because because I think that she, I think we're starting to see a little bit more of what's happening here. Is I think that she, she and Tamara were friends, and and um, they. I think she's shocked to see that Tamara is being this mean to her. And here's your friend and you get this napkin thrown in your face and you're kind of just like, what the what is happening here? Why why are you throwing a napkin in my face and this in Nobu in this restaurant? And what? And I know all these people and there's cameras here. What a scene that was. And I think she was just so, I think, partially shocked and partially, um, uh, doesn't quite even know what to say and how to react. And then she makes that kind of veiled threat of maybe knowing something else. And, Mm -hmm. and it sounds like the other thing too is, is that maybe they all talked about Ryan and maybe, maybe they all made comments about Ryan and how Ryan is a player. And maybe Tamara did make sexual you know Tamara has always been overly sexual and make overly sexual mm-hmm. comments and i think probably Tamara did make overly sexual comments about ryan and maybe other guys at the gym and and flirted and d- done these things and i think that um and i think that jen probably saw her do that and is now a little shocked that she's calling jen out yeah. for behavior that she saw Tamara. And then Do. now, so the next episode after that, uh, Tamara bought, brought that woman, Heather Amen, a- Amin, Amin uh-huh. to the pool party. Now, I was kind of confused. It, was Heather saying that she had had something with Ryan? Well, they were like really, quote unquote, really good friends, like brother and sister kind of friends. Mm-hmm. And... The whole thing is very strange and that that Ryan sent Heather a dick pic on accident, but meant to send it to Jen. Mm. And Jen claims that she thinks doesn't understand why Heather would be so involved in Jen and Ryan's relationship unless Heather would be interested in Ryan. 
It just feels at this point like Jen knows that Ryan is doing these things. Yes. And she doesn't really seem to be that bothered by it. Yes. So why is she not that bothered by it? Is she just using it as a storyline? Like, because, you know, to... Because, you know, for a new housewife, she's mm-hmm. got this, usually the first season, the, the housewife, you know, you know, it's very slow and you're getting to know them. She's like a main topic <laughs> of, you know, yeah. every every week. It's all about her and Ryan. And she's just cool as a cucumber about it. And it's very odd. She does not fight back against mm-hmm. Tamara. She doesn't really seem to give a shit that this guy is probably cheating on her. I don't yeah. understand what is going on. I, I don't either. I think, I, I don't know. I think that she, I, I definitely think that she wanted out of her marriage, for yeah. sure. And I think she was looking for a way out. And I think she found Ryan. And I think it was exciting. I definitely think she cheated on her husband and she's not really maybe wanting to admit that on air, maybe because there's part of it is a custody battle Mm. and alimony and child support. And she doesn't want to admit any of this out in the open. And um, and I think also she knows who Ryan is. And I don't think she's terribly serious about Ryan. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that she sees Ryan as someone who she's going to spend the rest of her life with. So I think she kind of looks at him and is like, okay, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, it is the whole thing is really weird. She seems overly medicated. Yeah. You know, like she's She's kind of zombie. Yeah. So it is we might learn that she's Xanaxed out or something because she does seem really xanaxed out but the other thing that i thought was so funny is when we have this pool party when um tamra and heather show up and jen and heather decide okay let's go over here and talk Mm -hmm. you know and so they have this conversation they're trying to talk and then tamra kind of gets bent out of shape and so tamra's like well I brought, you know, Heather here to talk and I I need to talk too. you know, like the three of us need to talk like so Tamara starts to walk over there to sit down and Shannon goes over there and I'm like, what is Shannon doing? Like, I thought that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like Shannon is so desperate. Yeah, she's trying to get screen time. Yeah. Or she it's so weird what's happened where Tamara comes back. Shannon, you were so mad at Tamara when she returned you were ready to fight you wanted to say your piece and here we are a couple weeks later and you've forgiven her she's barely apologized to you this woman said you were a unhinged alcoholic Mm -hmm. for two years on every show she could every podcast she could get on yes and now you're her best friend again I was like wow you've just let it go okay yeah well Shannon's uh, so that's a whole other thing so there's so i don't even know how it all resolved did it it never did not really i mean i just feel like this yeah the season is very chaotic in the last couple episodes especially been extremely chaotic and Tamara, she's uncontrollable she's her anger and her i mean i'm thinking is she acting is this what is she doing i don't know I don't she's, know. She's unhinged. She's the one who's unhinged, and she's drinking a lot. She, she. Well, and 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 I hate it when Tamara does this because she blames things. She's like, I just have so much going on. I have 
cut fitness. It's like, no, you close the cut fitness. So, and it's wrapped up and it seems like Eddie's wrapped everything up. So you can't complain about that. So you can't do that. And she says something about the dog. It's like, well, hasn't your dog passed away? You can't really, okay. You're, you're okay. You can't, you know, obviously I've lost pets too. It's like, yeah, it's upsetting. Mm -hmm. You got to move on, but you got to move on. Okay. So what are you blaming this on? Like, oh, I drank too much. It's like, okay. Yeah. No, you, you, you've come back here and you are starting shit. Like, and you're, Does she do- feel like she needs to do that to yes. stay on the show? I yeah. guess. I think basically you want to be queen B yeah. you're come back and you see the dynamics and you don't want to be on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. You want to be queen B. And so, um, but I mean, man, Tamara just, she set all that stuff up with poor Shannon. <laughs> oh, at the, so the restaurant. At the restaurant. So yeah. So see- what were they, what were they talking about? She said, she, okay. So I think Tamara said that, Heather had told her something Heather about told, Shannon. So Shannon, I guess apparently what happened was that that Heather, so after everything that's happened with Heather and Shannon, I guess they're in a better place. So Heather, so Shannon told something to Heather in confidence. About John oh, Jansen? About John Jansen. John Jansen? <laughs> about John Jansen. And, but that Heather then proceeded to say repeat this to both Emily and to Tamara. Oh, geez. And we see Emily and Tamara in another scene talking about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess Emily brings it up to Tamara saying, you know, did she say this to you? And Tamara said, yeah, it, she said it to me. And it's not good. I mean, that she's spreading this around. And of course, even Emily knows that Tamara is not to be trusted and Mm -hmm. basically said, please don't throw me under the bus, Tamara. Like, don't don't make me look like the asshole in all Mm -hmm. of this, please. And then um, and then so we see this final scene of the episode is um, we see Vicky Gundelson. Vicky's back. Vicky's back. She she looks good. She she's, does. She seems happy. She's, she's found love again. She's found love again with this guy, and they're I guess having a lot of hot sex. So she likes to tell us, and she's got a house down in Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. Is that it? And she's so. selling lots of insurance, I think. And her kids are doing well, and all is well with her. And she's there, and then um, Tamara shows up, and then. Um, uh, Shannon shows up. And so what is So Tamara says to Shannon, she says, are you friendly with uh, Heather? Do you trust her? And um, Shannon says, yes, I trust her. And do you, and then she, she had this little wicked, she, Tamara had this wicked smile on her face. And she said, do you trust her that she's keeping all your secrets? And Shannon's like, I thought so. And she, Shannon's like, do you know something? And Tamara smiles and said, yeah, I know something about John. And that's when Shannon stood up and was like, I can't do this. And then walks over to the crew and mm. says, if this comes out, my relationship's <clears throat> over. And that's how the wow. episode ends. Yeah. So apparently there's something that Shannon confided in Heather that Heather then talked about with other people oh God, what about John that would be very upsetting. So that's what everyone's trying to figure out. What is this information that would be? Now, the other thing is, apparently, I don't know how long ago this was, that 
that uh, Shannon was at this tiki bar down in Orange County. She was at the tiki bar where she got into a fight with John's daughter. <laughs> she got she drank too much oh, and got into God. a drunken fight with his daughter. And it was a big brouhaha. Um, there's other reports saying that's not true, that really, because th- th- apparently she got kicked out of the bar, but that's not true, that, sh- that she was just being helped out of the bar and helped to find her Uber, mm-hmm. that that wasn't the case. And that a couple days later, you saw she posted a photo of her and John saying, having a great night at dinner or something. So... I don't know. I guess apparently they've been on again, off again. I don't follow Shannon. I just saw this on page six or something somewhere. So I don't follow Shannon on social media. I don't know. I know the two of them broke up, but apparently they're back on and off and whatever. So I don't know what this rumor is. I don't know what's going on with her and John Jansen. So, yeah. Or what this big thing would be. I don't even know anything about John Jansen and what in God's name could be so life destroying. I think they fought a lot. And yeah. because, you know, Shannon, um, she because I listen to Jeff Lewis's show mm-hmm. and she's she and Jeff are good friends and she goes on there um, and, you know, Jeff knows everything that's yeah. good. And, and from what they were saying in discussing the issue, it made it seem like they would get in these really heated fights and like one of them would be like, get the fuck out of my house or, oh my you know what I mean? Like that kind of like very volatile so I'm sure that it, well, I shouldn't say I'm sure. I would guess they probably got into it one night and there was alcohol involved. They both drink, like they drink their tequila. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe there was some sort of a little bit of physical, got physical in some way. And remember, this exact same thing happened. Remember when they went to Ireland and there was a big fight on the bus like going to the airport oh yeah about, God, are you kidding me yeah, yeah and i think it was the same thing it was something where shannon and david had had some kind yes, of yes. domestic violence and type vicky, dispute vicky, um vicky and vicky had said something and it was and she got shannon got really upset yeah vicky had said something because vicky about told somebody I don't know who I can't remember, but it was the exact yeah. situation with Shannon, just a d- different guy. Yeah. So if I had to guess, I would say it's that she does not want that oh. coming out. That may that maybe they got into some kind of like fight or something, or maybe that like he uh, allegedly. Yeah. This is, I'm, this is all speculation. This is speculation. People, I don't maybe know. he grabbed her yeah, arm or pushed her or down pushed or, or something happened. Or maybe you're, they were fighting. Or maybe it, she hit it him got physical and in some way. Yeah. Something. Like these things happen. Yeah. But this is what I was thinking about when I look at all of these things. And even when I think about or I hear when Heather McDonald's on her show, Juicy Scoop, talking about all these people that she socializes with, it's such a different life in a different world. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve and I last night went out to dinner with these people that we, we know from Pug Sunday. Um, you know, our neighbors and we went out to dinner and, you know, it was nice. That's why I'm tired today. And it's just like, but we all have, we each had a cocktail and then afterwards we had a glass of wine and that was it. Mm -hmm. And of course I'm tired today, but like these people really booze it up. Yeah. Like I just, and they're older than I am. It's just kind of this weird kind of wealthy life of just, you know, boozing mm-hmm. and just drinking heavily all the time. 
And it's just like a whole other world of just, and I think that this stuff happens, seems to happen a lot where you're just drinking and drinking and drinking and partying all the time. This is a big part of your life. And then you're constantly fighting and bickering and, oh, I think it's getting worse on this show because like all their kids are grown up. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have small kids, you can't do that kind of shit. You know, once your kids are older and they're off in college, you have a lot more freedom you have a lot more time and you can get drunk because you don't have to get up at 6 a.m the next day and take care of a toddler or you know or even have to take care of someone in the middle of the night or anything like that so i see this just in general i've just observed it from just getting older and looking around at people you know you get older and it's like you kind of have less to do yeah you know you're not as active and maybe doing things anymore and so drinking becomes just yeah. Kind of something you do to fill up the time. And yeah, because Tamara has been just wasted in every show. And she never used to be like that. Yeah. It didn't used to be that bad. Well, yeah. But the other thing, too, was that she was Miss Fitness. Like for, you know, the whole se- one season, she was training for a fitness competition. Yeah. So she had to be, she couldn't drink at all. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you're you're right. That is one thing as my as my son's getting older and older. It is this weird thing that's happened where it's kind of like, God, have I seen him in hours? <laughs> like you do. You feel less and less like I guess I'm not so needed anymore where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you've you've gotten your water and your pills. And oh, you, you did all that by yourself. Oh, oh, you showered and oh, you don't need me at all for. Yeah, oh, you did all those. So- oh, OK. Oh, well, I guess you don't need me at all. Oh, okay, I'll just sit here. Oh. <laughs> like you're, you're, you wait all these years for your kid to do all these things on your own. Right. And then you're just like, oh, you did all that by yourself. Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. I'll just, mm, all right. Well, the worst is like, you know, like with my daughter, when she's at school, you know, she's away and I don't, you know, there's nothing I can do for her. I mean, except, you know, answer her phone calls and, you know. <laughs> and pay, pay for and her pay, various things. Pay, pay for, for it all. <laughs> pay for it all. And when she calls asking for, you know, advice or whatever. Um, but when she's home, like in the summertime, mm-hmm. I feel so discombobulated because it's like she really doesn't need me for anything. Mm-hmm. Yet I feel like, okay, but there's this person living in my house and she's coming and going. She's mostly not here, (laughs) but, oh, well, she's going to come back. And is she going to want food or is she going to, because, you know, sometimes she'll spring it on me like, what's for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) What's for dinner? I don't know. I didn't even know if you were going to be here, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's so discombobulating every day. I'm sort of like. Okay, am I going to be needed today? Is yeah. there anything I need to do? And I, and I want to be needed. And so then I find myself doing stuff for yeah. her that she doesn't even want me to do. <laughs> she does never asked me to do. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's really a trip. Um and then but, we slowly become our mother. Yes, I know. Our own mother does things for us that we don't want her to do and we're right. like, "Mom, god, Damn it. I have to resist. Well, in our day, it was clipping like articles. And oh, stuff. God. Oh, so yes. my mom, if she saw any kind of article in the newspaper uh, or magazine or anything, she cut it out. Yes. And, and mail it to us and mail it to us. Or sometimes she'd save them up and save or and when we go to see her, yes. she would give us like a bag of <laughs> um, newspaper clippings and other stuff she thought that yeah. we might want yes. or need. And, um, you know, you, you never left empty hands. Ugh, no, you always. OK, now today in the digital world, I have to resist like constantly f- forwarding TikToks, 
or, you know, life, like, you know, um, like life hacks, life hacks or yeah, things you see on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, this is a good idea because I would be inundating her all day long with it. And she would, I'm sure she'd get annoyed by it. But yes. yeah, but she sends stuff to me. Oh, pretty frequently and then if i don't respond she'd be like well did you get the tiktok i sent you oh and it's like yeah she's like well you didn't comment on it (laughs) it's like well i didn't think it really needed commenting you know i enjoyed it yes (laughs) but it's yeah, yeah it's it's so it's so weird yes but so that's what these women you know they're going through all of that and it's yeah but I think it's very interesting. I mean, I, I do, you know, there is a little bit of, okay, Shannon, this is the second relationship that you've had that mm-hmm. has been really volatile and really dysfunctional. I mean, some of it might be you, you know? I mean, you can't just say yeah. that this is David Bedore, that, right. you know, first we were all on your side with David Bedore, but now, you know, some of this is you got to start taking responsibility yeah. that maybe... You're not picking the right people or that maybe it's you that this is that there's a part of me that kind of feels like this might be you, Dave. I mean, this might be you, Shannon, that you've got to take some ownership of some of this stuff, this behavior, if this is continuing to happen here. And Shannon's nutty. Remember when we first met her, when she first came on the show? She had all these weird things about her house. You know, she put the crystals in the driveway, the crystals in her teeth. She had all this feng shui stuff, you know, the lemons, nine lemons in a bowl, whatever. She was had all these things in her doctor, Moon, the, Dr. Dr. Moon, Moon, and all the weird stuff. And, you know, she's yeah, she's a little... But oh. I just thought, I don't know, just being from the Bay Area, you know, I don't know. I just, I liked all that nuttiness of this. I get the feng shui nuttiness and Dr. Moon and all of that. I can, I can, I can coast. I like that. But, but I kind of like that stuff. I That nuttiness I get. This other nuttiness is just like really dysfunctional. But she's always, she was always too like very controlling over just their, the environment, her house, her children. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just controlling, you mm-hmm. know, and controlling in traditional ways and then trying to control things by through using crystals. And, you know, like yeah. everything she did was to try to control her environment completely. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You're right. And control other people. And David, David, nothing David ever did was was right. And, you know, I just don't think she's ever had anything. She's never had. Um, I don't think she's ever had something really meaningful to do that's been outside of her family or herself. Like, mm-hmm. I think maybe Shannon would have benefited from a career that would have been outside of herself. I think, y- you know. As yeah. much as people make fun of Vicky and the insurance, it's it's good to have something that's like something work that you do right. that's outside of yourself, mm-hmm. that's outside of um, of your children or your partner. Something that's not an extension of yourself is a good thing. I think obviously raising children, having children, it's a very hard job. It's harder than working, but it is an extension, but it can be difficult because it's an extension of you when it feels like it's an extension of you it, it kind of screws people up a little bit and it and and people have a hard time differentiating yeah. you know themselves from their children right right so anyway 
Well, uh, anyway, I, I, I love I'm, it. I'm here. I'm here for the downfall of, of <laughs> Miss Miss Heather Debro because they are taking Tamara is going to take her down. Oh yeah, take her down. I heard somebody on a podcast talking about how they think that Heather after the season. Heather's not coming back based upon some comments that she made. Somewhere. No, I don't think she is. I don't think she's going to want to because she's just they're they're Yeah. She's going to She can't get anything out of this yeah. show anymore. It's like no. either they're going to give her a spin-off or they're not. And that's I think what she wants. Yeah. She wants or she'll try to do something or she's going to try to do something else or she'll go back to auditioning. She's going to try mm-hmm. to audition and and maybe she'll just do a bunch of stunt casting where she's always some haughty housewife type of character. And mm-hmm. listen, maybe she will try to, maybe it will turn into something. Who knows? Maybe she will. Yeah. I mean, listen, she did have a legitimate career. I mean, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, and I know a lot of people hate Vicky. I don't mind her so much. I think she's hilarious. I, I think she's entertaining. I think, you know, I think there is a place for her. So. Yeah, bring Vicky back. And I don't, I don't, I don't mind the Trace Amigas. I don't, I don't (laughs) mind any of it. So, and I do, I mean, you know, all of these women, they are, that's why they work. I mean, Shannon is gold because she is so like, John Jansen? What? Huh? You know, just because she is like that and that Tamara can get her so worked up. Yeah. And that that Vicky is so insane. I mean, this is why it works. It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Entertaining. All, right. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. All right. So if you're still here, thank you. We appreciate it. So uh, we are um, uh, here every Monday and Tuesday. Mondays, we are doing our continued coverage of And Just Like That. And we are also talking about, we just started talking about The Real Housewives of New York, the latest season. If you like this podcast, please give us a five-star review. And please, if you're not already, subscribe. We are on social media at Psych Legal Pop on TikTok and Instagram. And I think that's it. Is there anything else? Tell a friend, tell two friends, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com